Well, welcome again to Ninja on the Loose. I'm G Money, call me George. Well, this time around I'd like to share a little bit of knowledge from what I do. I'm a freelance writer. I haven't always been a freelance writer, but I have been a creative writer for yeah, since high school anyway. Writing, I think, pretty much helped me enter the careers I've had. I started out in broadcasting, and uh, I eventually found myself working as the assistant manager of a small-town radio station where I got to report on news and write the news. I got to uh, write commercials and various other things that I think helped me work on my writing skills. I eventually ended up becoming an advertising sales manager for a small town newspaper, bought the newspaper, and that uh, ended up forcing me to learn how to write a lot of other things. And in that case, uh, that included not just uh, advertising, but also editorial content, more reporting, things like that. So uh, that has been my background in writing, but when it came to freelance writing, it was sort of an accident, uh, a pleasant accident. Uh, two and a half years ago now, I was looking for something to basically become a potential part-time job for my wife. And uh, we had heard that a friend of ours was making a fairly good wage doing medical transcription. So that's where I started, went online, started looking for those kind of jobs, and then eventually came across a number of freelance writing sites. And I started looking at some of the jobs, and I thought, hmm, I could probably do that. Put up a profile, long story short, started to apply for some jobs, and uh, found myself doing something I really liked. And uh, after I closed the newspaper uh, last month, as it turns out, July, I uh, started to focus on my freelance writing and will eventually do that full time. But in the two and a half years it got to get to this point, I have learned a few things I'd like to share with you uh, about freelance writing. Now, first off, you're not going to get rich, uh, but you could probably make a pretty good coin. Uh, depending on how much you work, how many jobs you do, uh, who you work for, what the pay rates are, etc., etc. Uh, there are websites out there that some professional writers will not touch. Uh, they refer to them as content farms, and that's essentially uh, people who are looking for uh, freelancers just for content, and they basically pay very little and farm a lot of content at a low price. As it turns out, that's where I started, was uh, in a content farm. I still actually have some jobs uh, through uh, one of these content farms, but I've also developed some regular business clients through that process. So I would encourage you to consider working through a content farm. And uh, I'm not going to list the names of the websites because none of them endorse what I'm doing here, so I'm not going to give them some extra PR. But all you have to do is just go to Google and uh, punch in freelance writing jobs, freelance writing websites, freelance web uh, contents, whatever, right? And and that'll give you a number of sites to look at, and you could check them out from there. And uh, it's entirely up to you, of course, if you want to go that route or not. Uh, Like I said, that's what I did, and it turned out to be actually not such a bad situation for me. Uh, I am currently writing, um, let's see here, I have six Australian clients that I service 
on a regular basis and uh, this is piecework so you know I have one client that sends me stuff weekly I have uh, another client that sends me stuff uh, you know maybe two three times a month uh, another client that'll keep me really busy for a couple weeks and then maybe you know a week off or two weeks off and then all of a sudden it gets intense again with a few more you know process, uh, pieces of work to be done uh, and this is all web content that I write uh, for these clients so that could be uh, anything from you know a landing page uh, splash page uh, information to uh, some of the actual content that you would find on you know different websites and when I say different, I'm not trying to be vague. It's just that I've written about a wide variety of subject matter uh, as a result of this freelance writing. So, you know, uh, to pin it down, uh, I could tell you I'm about to work on a job for one client related to radio-controlled sailboats. And then I have another job on... Uh, how to find a good dentist for children you know that kind of stuff it's just all over the the, the spectrum and so these are the jobs i do <clears throat> and so uh, i do the research of course and uh, they give me the keywords they give me some guidelines that they want me to follow how many words they want it to be roughly and uh, everything else is pretty much left up to me to do providing of course i meet the deadline they give me usually I'm t i've given a week or sometimes 10 days depending on what the uh, size of the project is and uh, it's just up to me to uh, meet those deadlines and deliver the product and uh, like I said it's it's been actually a lot of fun I didn't expect it to be more than a uh, you know fun on the side and then it turned into actually not a bad part-time job and now like I said I'm going to explore it and, and turn it into a full-time gig however I've also learned quite a bit in the way of uh, things not to do and things to do uh, when it comes to the freelance writing arena because uh, there are some people out there that uh, may take advantage of you so you have to be wise about uh, who you apply for uh, the jobs with and uh, if you're just starting out that's like not going to be an easy one to figure out but I have some tips for you that will probably help narrow it down so uh, my list here today is uh, beginner freelance writing tips and I have five for you uh, number one, and this is probably really the most important one, and it is stick to what you know. That is to say, write about the stuff you have some knowledge on. So, for example, if you scroll through the hundreds, and I'm not exaggerating, hundreds of freelance jobs posted on these sites, try to find stuff that you know you can write about. Uh, if you have limited knowledge about some stuff, you might be able to do it, but primarily it's a really good idea to stick to stuff that you know. Uh, here's an example. My very first freelance job was for a guy who wanted a series of articles on how to get started in radio. I spent 22, 23 years in broadcasting. I thought that I had a pretty good clue on how I could write this uh, series of articles. I submitted a bid. I explained my radio background. I gave a couple ideas of what I thought you know, could be said, so the approach I could take on a couple of the articles. And uh, he was pretty happy that uh, I had this knowledge and I was able to deliver the goods uh, on time. Uh, he was very happy with the work and actually gave me a couple of extra jobs after that. Not related to radio, but I had earned, you know, his trust and he knew that I had a clue of what I was talking about. So 
uh, like I said, it's a really good idea to stick to what you know. Uh, as you get better at this and better at researching products and services and subject matter, then you could probably broaden your horizons. But in the beginning, it's a good idea to stick to what you know. Tip number two is be choosy about the jobs you bid on. And I say this because when I started, I bid on just about everything I saw thinking that the scattergun approach would eventually produce something. And yes, it did, but it also kind of put me in a place where I had some clients contact me about, you know, writing about things that I really had no idea what it was, what I could write about. And I also didn't want to end up with, you know, a dozen or so jobs uh, due on the same day or day, you know, day or two. And I just, I just didn't want to overload simply because at that time I was only part time writing just part time. I didn't have the hours in my life and in my day that I could dedicate to doing it full time. So I really, really had to be careful what I was uh, bidding on. So I suggest that you do the same. Don't spread yourself too thin in that regard. Uh, number three, and you know, I heard this one many times and I'll be honest with you I wasn't really too sure if it was really such a good idea uh, now I can tell you I think it is uh, number three is launch a website now it doesn't have to be fancy but the website is to promote your product your brand your writing whatever it is that you're doing in freelance and you basically use that website to highlight you and just you and so if you're a writer, you can, you know, put some testimonials on there when you get them. You can uh, post uh, some article samples. Even if you have to fake a couple of articles, write a couple of articles just to post so you have something on your website. Uh, it also allows you to put a more extensive biography on there about yourself, a photo headshot, maybe additional photos, talk a bit about your life. Uh, I actually added a blog to uh, my website uh, just to, you know, show that I'm real, that I'm not just doing this and I'm an invisible entity out there. I want to be perceived as being real because I am. And so I put a blog in there. Uh, I've added videos. I've done a lot of things on my website just to help highlight my freelance work. And I've actually turned it into a brand. And I'll discuss that in a future podcast. But, um, Launch a website, and it will be your best online resume that you could ever use. Especially when you apply for jobs and someone says, please include samples of your writing. Well, now you can just give them a link to the page or pages of articles that you have as samples on your website. Makes things really easy. Also, to prospective clients, if they go to a website that's yours, it gives you a little more credibility, makes you seem a little more professional about what you're doing. Tip number four, stick to deadlines. This can't be stressed any any further other than if a client says, I want these articles in a week, you better get those articles to them in six days. Uh, that's the premise I use. Uh, I'm always early on my deadlines. A uh, couple reasons. Uh, number one, because I write a lot, so it's not hard for me to hit my deadlines. But also, I've also found that some clients, they won't say it, but they will do it, is if you hit a deadline or you're early or you give them some sort of, you know, quick turnaround, uh, two things will happen. Number one, you might, and it's a big might, but you might get more work from this client. Uh, that has happened to me. 
And the second thing is you might, again, a big might, you might get a bonus uh, payments for being fast. And that also has happened to me. So hit those deadlines. Pay very close attention to the deadlines. And also communicate to the client. If you're having a problem, if you, you know, somebody got sick or you're not feeling good or you need an extra day or something, be sure to communicate that to the client because the clients are very flexible. There's no doubt about that. The ones I've worked for have always been very understanding. And uh, it's always important to, you know, build that trust with you and the client. Even if it's the only job you do for this person, you still want them to be able to to refer you if that's possible. And uh, tip number five is don't give up. Uh, It's really important to keep that in mind because when I started, I'm going to say if I have to go through my files to verify this, I will, but I seem to recall that although I applied for a whole number of jobs when I first started Uh, posting on one of these content farms, I seem to recall it took, I'm thinking two weeks, three weeks before I actually got my first job. And as I said, it was about radio and I got a couple extra jobs from this guy. And then that was it. It was dry for a period of time. I kept applying for jobs. I always tried to keep a cycle going where I had job offers or bids in the go or in the cycle all the time, hoping that, you know, if this particular job ends tomorrow, I might get a bite on that bid I submitted last week or whatever the case may be. So I was always trying to overlap the jobs and it eventually worked out quite well and that's exactly what happened was I eventually have been able to overlap the jobs and I've now got referrals and it just kind of goes from there. But the thing is, is you have to be patient about that. Um, It will take time to get established. And once you're established, uh, the work will come to you. Uh, I still periodically will bid on a job just because I have an opening. Right, I might have a couple of open days on a week, and I'm thinking, eh, you know, let's see what kind of jobs there are, and I'll look at uh, the postings, and I'll find one that might be interesting, and I'll send a bid in, and if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. I did this be about three or four weeks ago now. I had a bit of an opening, and I scrolled through the list of jobs that I could find from the uh, content farm I work at, uh, work through, rather, and saw a job that is it just kind of caught my eye because it was a ebook a very short ebook on zombies and i thought hey that could be fun so i submitted a bid and uh, explained briefly what i thought i could do uh, part of the process in this particular job the client wanted uh, some suggested titles of chapters that i would write so i submitted i think it was 3 or 4 chapter titles and uh, she liked what she saw and she also liked my resume and she liked my website and you know all those things and so they all combined to help me get that job I got the job done in uh, one evening I'm gonna say it took maybe three hours from start to finish and I submitted the job that night the finished work that night and the client contacted me the next day uh, paid me the full rate that they had offered plus a 30% bonus uh, for submitting it early. And I do believe she gave me 10 days to do this thing. Uh, But for some reason it just seemed to fit into my timing and so 
uh, what I ended up doing was I plugged in an extra job into my regular cycle and actually ended up benefiting by making a few extra bucks as a result. So, you know, these things will come your way. You just have to be patient and you have to, you know, be really good with your time management. As I said, hit the deadlines, pay attention to the kind of jobs that you're bidding on, things like that. I actually have a whole lot of other tips I could share with you. And here's the selling part. Remember I warned you I was going to try you, try to sell you some stuff? Well, here we go. Are you ready for this? I actually have written an ebook on this. And it's called Write Like Me, The Beginner's Guide to Nailing Your First Online Writing Job. Yeah, I know it's a mouthful, but it explains what the ebook is about. And it's available on Amazon as a Kindle book. And it's uh, $5.99 a copy, U.S. And if I can figure out how to do it, I'll post the link in the show notes here. But other than that, just uh, you know, go to Amazon Kindle Books and punch in the title, Write Like Me, The Beginner's Guide to Nailing Your First Online Writing Job and it should pop up to you it'll have a red cover and uh, it's it's one of my ebooks and i'd be thrilled if you wanted to check that out and uh, it actually contains a lot more details beyond what i've told you here in this particular podcast including um really really good uh, tips on how to bid for some of these jobs uh, i learned a couple of really i can't say sneaky uh because i'm not sneaky but i'm going to say creative and effective ways to bid for some jobs and uh, I share a whole lot of other uh, tips related to this Uh, for example some places to really consider uh, countries to write for Uh, I find some countries in the world much easier to write for than others and the only reason why I say that is language is a barrier in some of these countries and so you really need to be wise in which countries that you actually bid for some of these jobs and I'll explain all that to you in this particular ebook and so uh, again uh, I want to thank you for tuning in hopefully you're learning something here and uh, this is Ninja on the Loose my name's George you could call me G Money uh, check out my website at www.looseinc.ninja and it'll all make sense thanks a lot